we're all meant to do and express and connect and like insert verb here the way that works for us. And that's going to be different to everyone else. I just wish on both sides, there was a little bit more acceptance of doing things that works for you and openness and curiosity to learning and to hearing about it and to expressing the way that we all uniquely express. Spirituality gets a lot of side eye these days, and admittedly, some of it is pretty well-deserved. Things can feel a little bit floaty, a little bit out there, and more than a little weird. But I promise, it's not that crazy. It just needs to feel a little more human. And that, my friends, is why I'm here. I'm your host, Caitlin, and my goal is to take the super woo and bring it back down to planet Earth. Whether you're spiritually curious, spiritually closeted, or just a spiritual seeker who's itching to take things a little less seriously, there's something here for you. This is a Soulfire Productions podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm just laughing because it is 4.44 as I sit down to record this. Of course it is. Also, I'm taking that as a good sign that I am meant to record this today because not going to lie, I have tried to record this episode a number of times now and it has just not worked for one reason or another for quite some time. So hopefully this one is this one is it. I actually had another really good sign that this was meant to be because I just got a voice note from someone earlier today regarding my episode with Kelly, which is what this episode is going to piggyback off of. So I feel like just all of the synchronicities happening that this is this is meant to be as it always is. So it works out. But what I want to talk about today, like I said, is going to be a little bit of a follow-up to my episode with Kelly. That will be, I believe, two episodes ago by the time this one comes out. I meant to do it right after, but <laughs> like I already said, wasn't going to happen. So anyway, here we are. Before I get into all that, though, I just wanted to give you a fun little update, a brand new, or I guess it's maybe a couple weeks old at this point, but still relatively new offering to the product suite. Just wanted to give you a heads up about, it's real exciting. It's a session called Guide, and these have been so much fun, uh, I almost said before, so far, (laughs) that's what I meant. Um, They've been so much fun so far. This session, you know, a lot of my other sessions or kind of mini programs are human design forward facing, but this one I'll say is very much not that. So it's definitely unique. It's, I mean, I'll have your chart on hand. So there's a little bit of a component to that, but that's really just to give me insight and information into you and how you operate and some potential, you know, blocks or sticky points that you might be working against. This session is really geared towards you having a space to get support and get guidance and maybe even learn some tools to help you through whatever it is that you might be going through at this point in your life. We've workshopped career transitions in these sessions so far. Um, There has been a lot of money stuff and belief work. Um, We've even talked about some relationships in some of the sessions. So really anything is on the table. If you are just at a point where you feel like you need someone outside of yourself to, like I said, just hold space for you and support you and um, teach you tools. I mean, we do all sorts of stuff in there, whatever you need, we bring in. So that could look like energy clearings that could look like somatic work, you know, uh, moving emotions through the body. It could look like mindset and belief work. 
like I said, anything is on the table. And that's what I think is one of the things that makes them so fun and unique is that every session truly is so, so different. And it's really cool to see how much can actually move and shift just over the course of one hour, because this is actually us actively moving and shifting stuff. It's not just, you know, a reading where you're listening and absorbing information and asking questions. This is really us working together to move you through whatever it is, like I said, you're bumping up against. So I'll put a link for that in the show notes. You can find more information there. It has been really, really fun so far. So I encourage you, if you have questions, please reach out to me. I would love to chat with you about it. Or if you feel called, that session is yours. I think it's just so, I mean, I personally have loved having a space where I can just book in for a quick dose of guidance, support, help moving through my own shit because Lord knows I need a lot of that. So I'm excited to offer that to you guys. And I hope to see some of you in there. With that though, let's get into the topic at hand. So this whole identity crisis that I had in the beginning of that episode with Kelly, how I just don't want to be considered a spiritual person anymore. I will say that though that conversation was a bit ago now, I still honestly struggle with that a little bit. And part of me has just accepted that that is who I am. It is very central to who I am and how I operate and the work that I meant to do in this world. But within that, I still, you know, what I've really realized, and a lot of this came after reflecting after that conversation with Kelly is I think I just have to create my own space because none of the spaces that I've been in thus far have felt quite right. And that's not to say that I haven't experienced a lot of people and a lot of connections, whether individually or, you know, in small groups that do feel super aligned because I definitely have. But on the whole, a lot of this contrast that I have been experiencing over the past, I mean, almost year at this point, since I really started this nomad journey and really, I mean, more intensely kind of starting the beginning of this year, 2022, as I'm recording, it's just really exacerbated the fact that in a sense, I almost don't think that my place quite exists yet. And, and I think, you know, part of that is me needing to create it. And I want to talk about why I feel that way and why I'm still feeling resistant to be, you know, called quote unquote, a spiritual person, the way that I feel like most of society believes us to be as spiritual people. And I will say a big disclaimer here. A lot of this is still probably my own projections that I <laughs> need to work through. And I guess maybe that's part of why I'm recording this episode is to just move the energy and speak them out and do some processing in real time. But I think there's actually a lot to it. And I know that people that I've spoken with have had very similar experiences. So I just want to, you know, share from my experience that if you feel, you know, similarly, or if you have felt similarly in different areas, like we're out there and we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to find each other. We just haven't quite done it yet. So I'll start here. I think part of my resistance to this whole like spiritual person thing is I just don't love labels in general. And I think that this, for me, a lot of it comes from my resistance to diagnoses. Um, if you've been around for a while, if you know a little bit of my story, you'll know that uh, my mom has MS. And so I grew up with this kind of deep rooted fear of developing an autoimmune condition. And when it got to the point where I was almost diagnosed with one of my own, I was like this close to going to see a rheumatologist. I 
it was like the last thing that I wanted. And, you know, it, it hasn't just played out there. It's also played out in other areas of my life. Like, um, well, I guess this is also health related. So maybe a little bit similar, but, um, my brain, I think kind of operates like an ADHD brain, but I've never at all felt called to have that label put on me, if that makes sense. So I've always just kind of operated under the belief that this is just me and this is how I express. And I guess even with hum- within human design, I'm a little bit like that too. Like I'm first and foremost a Caitlin who happens to operate as a projector, who happens to be a one three, but I'm just me first and foremost. And the way that I express as all of those things is unique. And so I just don't feel like I need to overly identify with any of those labels. Maybe a little bit of this too comes from perhaps overly identifying with different labels growing up in a different context. You know, the straight A student, like the good girl, all of those things. I think I'm also resistant to it because I just don't want to have any boxes, like any box that anyone puts me in that I put myself in or that I discover I might still be operating in. I'm like, I don't want this. (laughs) I just want to be me and do my thing. So I do think there's an element of that at play here that I should just get to exist as Caitlin and that should be enough for everybody. But I understand at the same time the I hesitate to say importance of labels, but the the desire for labels maybe or the reason that they exist because it's easier to, you know, identify people who have similar beliefs or experiences if we do label ourselves as these things. And so I I understand the benefit to a degree. But I think another really big thing that is at play here, and there's like three things that I think I want to touch on within this, but it's that I truly believe that spirituality should be normal. And I still feel like general pulse check is that it's not. And that's true whether you're not a spiritual person. And that's also true in my experience when you're within spirituality and not doing spirituality the same way as everybody else is doing spirituality or that group of people think that spirituality should be expressed, right? So it's like this desire to homogenize within the spirituality space at times. And it just feels super fucking weird to me. And I want to get into all of these, but the first piece about spirituality being normal, like If y'all remember my like second episode of the show where I really define what spirituality is from my perspective, and if you haven't, I highly recommend listening to that episode. Like it's really just connection and connection to whatever degree feels good for you. That could be sitting with your thoughts for 30 minutes, staring at a fucking mountain, (laughs) like I just did earlier today. Or that could be, you know, a meditation practice or breath work or like whatever that looks like to you. Maybe it's all of the above. Doesn't really matter. Again, it's just that connection to self and to spirit, which then I think begets connection to other and to planet and to all the things, right? And so if we take it with that lens, rather than spirituality means that you talk to aliens or you channel light beings or you speak light language, I still literally don't know what light language is. (laughs) Man, that one always gets me. I don't know why. But anyway. I think these are some of the things that that for, I guess, mainstream society, like spirituality is weird because of these things that a lot of people don't understand. But if that's how you want to connect, that's fine. But just don't make other people wrong for connecting differently. 
I feel like I'm getting a little bit distracted. <laughs> but anyway, if we just think of spirituality as being connected and, and connection to self, to other, that makes it a little bit easier of a pill to swallow, I think, for kind of the mainstream. And I do want to get into the other two pieces to this conversation, I think, are some of the experiences that I've been having over the past, I don't know, 10 months or so, more than that at this point, I guess, but that really have exacerbated this feeling that it's still not normal. Again, this like spirituality as a connection, whatever that means to you sort of thing is still not normal really in either space. And I guess I'll start with the more mainstream side of things. As I've been kind of going in and out of time alone and time with my kind of old groups of friends and times with my newer groups of friends. It's been really challenging. And I mean, even before this past year, really, it's been really challenging for me in different ways to exist as this version of me who feels so much more authentic and fully expressed, you know, all the buzzwords. It's been really challenging to exist as all of me in some of those spaces. And some of the things that I've experienced, like, not necessarily outward like actions, but it's more so like the fears of judgment. So for instance, when I first kind of decided that I was going to pivot and start offering energy healings, which feels like 18,000 fucking years ago, I had had a friend do a similar thing, not quite the same, a little bit before me. And so I saw the reactions to my my friend group we were both a part of to her going off and doing this thing and the judgments and the projections and the, I mean, what felt to me like kind of shit talking for her going off and doing this thing, which in my mind, like, go you, like do whatever makes you happy. You know what I mean? But there was a lot of, like I said, what felt like and what came across like judgment. And so when I finally decided to start to do this thing, I was kind of terrified of what this group of people was going to say about me or um, how they would perceive me. And though I never got any, oh, that's not even true. Wait, actually, there's this one moment that I'm just remembering that somebody had pulled up my Instagram and went into my story and was trying to find something specific. And he was like, see, this is why I don't watch you. Cause I was like, whatever story I was talking about something, who the fuck knows what, like emotional processing. <laughs> and I got this comment that was like, this is why I don't engage with your shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Clearly that part of me is not welcome here. Also, maybe you could benefit from some of the things that I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but I mean, it just it made me feel like I needed to be less of myself in order to be there. And I'll say this was a while ago, and I have done a lot of work personally since then on this exact thing. And I still really love these people and meet them where they are, um, even though I'm not sure that they can necessarily do the same always. But um, we're, we're like, we're good. There's no, there's no hate. There's no shade. There's no anything like that. But it's still it's still true that, you know, it's a little bit harder for me to exist in those spaces because of that kind of feeling. And it's the type of thing that I think, you know, if anyway, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna go there. So normal life, mainstream life, challenging. 
I also had a really intense experience <laughs> with um, a group over the summer, like just witnessing the amount of dysfunction that occurs there. And like, I'm sure I'm part of it too. You know, I'm not going to say that I'm blameless in any of this or that I still don't have my own shit to work through because I absolutely do. But I like to think that for the most part, I do at least an okay job of, you know, keeping my side of the street relatively clean um, and not adding to the mess in, in that certain point. But it was just really, really, it was a lot. It was a lot of energy to carry. It was a lot of like trauma getting thrown around. And I'm like, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> this doesn't feel good. This is kind of why I, maybe not why I started down the spiritual path in the first place, but it's like, now that I'm down here, like I can't do this all the time anymore. So we have those sorts of experiences. And I will say again, like those aren't all of my experiences. Those are just a couple of examples of things that have happened that have provided some of this contrast. And I will also say that there are some people who do a really excellent job of allowing me to feel totally normal. Like my level of connection, their level of connection, it's all normal. We get to hold space for each other and be curious. Maybe we don't always understand the full story on either side, but at least there's curiosity and openness and respect of like whatever that looks like for you, whatever your practice is. And it's perfect and it gets to exist. And I'm like more of this. So again, this is not to like shit on mainstream, whatever. It's not to judge. It's not to shame. And it could be a lot of my own protections. I'm totally taking that, <laughs> taking that into account here, but it's just, it's just contrast. Hello friends, just a brief interruption from today's episode, which I hope you are enjoying to tell you about two of my favorite products on the face of this planet. Not kidding. They are the CVN nighttime oil and the Zen capsules from Cured Nutrition. I am absolutely obsessed with these products. I feel like I cannot live without them. They truly have changed the game for me when it comes to my sleep. And when I say that, I'm being 100% serious. I have struggled with sleep for so many years. It feels like forever, honestly. And that being the case, I feel like I've also tried everything out there when it comes to sleep from herbal supplements, all sorts of different blends to even different CBDs, some with CBN. And truly, I've never found either a single supplement or a combination of supplements that has been as effective as these two together from Cured, which is why I am obsessed with them. These are some of the first products that I tried from them, and they are literally my ride or die. I never want to be without them. I never want to go anywhere without them. I am always definitely stocked up because they are really that good. And if you're not team sleep like I am, I mean, sleep is one of my favorite things. You really should be because sleep, honestly, it, it literally just changes your whole day. When you wake up feeling rested, when you wake up not feeling groggy, when you actually have the energy and the brain focus to take on your whole day, it's truly life-changing. And, and sleep is honestly highly underestimated. I, I look back at myself from college and the few years after when I definitely was not sleeping enough, I'm like, how did you do that? Because it is literally the best thing. And here's the thing, y'all. I'm going to be level with you. Most of us are not getting as good of sleep as we can. 
And I'm pretty sure 90% of you are probably not going to wear like blue light blocking glasses or change out the light bulbs in your house and make them red at night in order to help your sleep quality. Maybe you'll get there one day or maybe you already are. And I give you a big gold star for that. So in lieu of any of those, you know, more biohacking strategies, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you try out these two products from Cured. I take one dropper full of the CBN nighttime oil and I take three capsules of Zen every single night and I sleep like the sweetest little baby angel (laughs) that ever existed on this planet. So You can test out one or the other, or my favorite is to combine the two of them because they really do work synergistically together to really amplify the effects of one another. Um, All of Cured's uh, products do that. They have so many different products to support every point in your day, which is another reason that I love them so incredibly much. That and their products just actually do what they say they will, which is so refreshing because so many out there don't. So if you would like to try Cure Nutrition, like I said, I highly recommend the CBN nighttime oil or the capsules if you're more a capsule person. And these Zen night or Zen capsules. There we go. Just blending the names. Um, you can go to the link in the show notes and use my code NTC to get 10% off your first order. Again, that is code NTC for 10% off your first order. So let's get into the flip side. If that's one side, what's the other side? And I've been in a lot of different spiritual spaces since I started this whole journey. There's one in particular that really stands out to me, though, that I think exemplifies a lot of the problem within the spirituality space. The only way that I can think of to describe it is like a spiritual pissing contest. It's like, who can be the most connected? Who can come off as the most like tapped in and like reverent and like I have the most spirit in my body at this point? And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So... (laughs) This one, this one room that I was part of, it was a workshop and we all got put into partners and we were supposed to kind of introduce one another to the group and tell a little bit about our backgrounds and blah, blah, blah. So we get partnered up and, you know, we go to like breakout rooms. This was like a zoom workshop. And so we go to the breakout rooms and we chat for a while and had a nice time, just the, my partner and I, and we go back to the room and we end up, uh, they just called people randomly to start. And we end up going maybe three quarters of the way through the group. And I shit you not, every single person who went before us had some version of, mm, this is so-and-so. She is just the most incredible person. She is a meditation queen. And I'm like are we speaking English? Like it, like I'm probably not even doing a good job of describing it, but it was like watching a contest for who could present as the most spiritually tapped in most accomplished, like connection expert who is the most like connected and embodied to their sacral. It's like, what, like literally what are we talking about at this point? Like it was just wild. I felt so out of place there because I get my my fucking crazy ass. I get on the introduction stage, whatever. I literally just they called my name in Zoom. But like I get up there and like, oh, my God, this chick is so cool. She is this, this, this. I'm like just awkward and being myself. And it was like fucking crickets. It was fucking crickets. 
because I'm not willing to play the game. That's not me. Like, I'm just me. I'm a little bit loud. I'm kind of awkward. I think maybe I'm not. I don't know. (laughs) People receive me how they do. I'm just here for a good time. You know what I mean? I'm not taking it so seriously. And like, maybe that was it. Maybe it was just that they were all taking themselves so fucking seriously. And I mean, you can take yourself seriously and you can be really fucking good at what you do without having this fucking pissing contest. You know what I mean? So it was just wild. And it really made me step back and be like, is this the world that I want to be a part of? You know, like if this is how we all operate in these spaces, like if the only way you can make an impact is to have, and I don't believe that that's true, right? I think you can make an impact doing whatever the fuck you want to do. But I think I just got pigeonholed into this one way of being in terms of being a spiritual person. I'm like, great, if that works for you, cool. But can we not make it feel like it's wrong or bad to express differently? Like in that room, I literally felt like I was the weird, like (laughs) young kid in class who missed part of the year or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just felt like so out of place. And I've had similar experiences that weren't so direct, I'll say. I've had experiences where (laughs) I'm with people who are the type of people who basically want to live at Burning Man or like live out in the jungle and, you know, do ayahuasca every other weekend or, (laughs) you know, dance naked under the moonlight. And I'm like, cool, maybe I'll do that sometimes, but like, I don't want to exist like that all the time. Um, just a really wide variety of people. And and again, I promise I do not mean to come from a place of judgment. That is not my intention at all. So if it's coming off that way, I do apologize. And I do not intend to do that. But it's just wild to me how in all of those spaces, the way that I presented as a spiritual person was not correct. I'll give you another example. So when I was in San Diego, I was kind of dancing around this community, kind of making connections um, within the, you know, sort of conscious community down there. And one of the people that I met, like, I mean, I'm into human design. I talk about it. If that's not your thing, great. Like I talk about fucking the Akashic Records sometimes because that's something that I've dabbled in. Like if that's not your thing, great. But this person was coming at me with just this intense, like, almost rejection of everything that I do and I believe and that I enjoy. And I'm like, I don't care if it's not for you truly, but like, don't scoff at me and laugh at me and make my, make me wrong for the type of connection that I enjoy and that fills my cup. And, and so it was just so frustrating on both ends to have. And again, I do want to be really clear there's no judgment. There's no hatred on my end or anything like that to the way that anyone wants to connect. Do what works for you. There's also beautiful connections that I made within the spirituality space with really like-minded people who we have different ways of connecting, different ways of being, and it's all fucking good. And it's whatever works for us. And I think the common thread here, hopefully this is you know standing out to you as well, but the common thread is And I think this is just so core to me. So maybe it's a me thing, but I'm like, literally whatever works for you. 
I've been this way from the time I got into nutrition, like bioindividuality, right? Like what works for you nutrition and exercise wise right now is probably not going to be the same thing that works for me. And the thing that works for me right now is probably not going to be, maybe, I don't know, but it's probably not going to be the same thing that works for me six months from now or two years from now or whatever, like flexibility. And I'm not here to judge what works for you because you're you and I'm me. So what room do I have? What right do I have to judge your experience, to make you feel wrong? I mean, I can't make you feel anything. Y'all know that, but, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like I'm the same way with spirituality. I'm the same way with fucking human design. Like I'm the same way with work. Like we're all meant to do and express and connect and like insert verb here, the way that works for us. And that's going to be different to everyone else. Like the way that I see clairvoyantly is going to be different than the girl next to me, even though we do the same fucking steps to connect, right? Like the way that I ground in meditation is going to look and feel differently from Joe Blow next to me when he does the same process, right? Like, why is it so like we're so still committed, so many of us? And maybe, maybe this is just me being super triggered, and that's fine if it is. (laughs) But I think that I think that there are probably a lot of you out there who feel very similarly that like it just doesn't feel like any one place feels correct and aligned right now, which is a super fucking frustrating place to be. And it's something that I've been really struggling with. If it's not obvious by this fucking rant that I'm going on right now. Also, sorry if I've said fuck 70 times, but when I'm on my, (laughs) when I'm on a roll, I'm on a roll. But anyway, I just, I just wish on both sides, there was a little bit more acceptance of doing things that works for you and openness and curiosity to learning and to hearing about it and to expressing the way that we all uniquely express. Like, I feel like there's a whole, there's a whole other rant that I could get into about like (laughs) the rules of spirituality, which like there are no rules, but also like, just don't, don't be a dick. Like trying to be a dick. That's the whole thing. Uh, (laughs) But truly, as long as you're, you know, doing no harm, as long as you're trying to be an integrity and, you know, being authentic to you all again, the buzzwords, like that should be fine. That should be accepted. There shouldn't be any weird feelings. I hate the word should, but you know what I mean? Like however you want to show up and express and, and, and not everybody's going to be for everybody and that's okay. That's not what I'm getting at here. I'm getting at the almost aggressive need to normalize on one side and the rejection of this weird thing on the other side. You know what I mean? So anyway, I feel like that's all I had to say. I probably have a lot more to say, but I would really love to know if any of you feel this way, if this relates to any part of your experience at all, because sometimes I feel fucking crazy. Uh, (laughs) A lot of times I feel crazy, but I know I'm not because I know I know everybody out there, not everybody. I know a lot of you out there are probably feeling similarly. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, I literally just got a voice note saying that this person that sent the voice note feels similarly. So we're here for each other 
<laughs> if you have had a similar experience, please, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. And if you think someone in your sphere has had a similar experience, I would love if you share this episode with them. It means a ton to me. And if you remember to tag me, that would be amazing. I like to see it. And I like to say hello, especially when it comes to something like this, where we need each other. You know, we need to create the space that feels good and open-minded and accepting of all the things. So anyway, that's my rant. <laughs> Hopefully that made sense. Hopefully some of that landed, resonated all the things. I will see you here next week. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Bye.